0: Welcome, welcome to episode five, the ups and downs of being a middle-aged woman. Leanne is turning 40 in January and Sarah is well into her 40s. We'll be talking about facial hair to bum slipping down your legs and teenagers. Enjoy this episode. So Leanne, you're turning 40 in January, so you're fast approaching middle age, how do you feel about that? When you say it like that, scared, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no,
1: I I, um, am, yeah, I'm not bothered about getting older, Um, I kind of quite like the fact that I'm getting older, because I think having kids young... I've always felt like I need to catch up Most of my friends are much older than me And I'm always feeling like I need to get to the next stage And be, be where they are Which is just bonkers But um, yeah I kind, of, I kind of put myself in
0: the middle age Midlife category already Just you know I never really think about it Because obviously I'm a few years older than you And yeah. it's not I would never think of myself as middle age Really, Don't you? No. What would you count yourself as then? No, I guess I'm quite immature in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, a, you know, a filthy sense of humour, so... Yeah, I have all that, but I I still... get on really well with the teenagers. Yeah, I'm, like, too. down with, like, you know... Down with the kids. Down with the kids, although they probably think that I'm really sad.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think so, but... I don't care. But, no, I've definitely noticed <clears throat> in the last, you know, few years, things changing anyway, like, my skin definitely feels more... Squidgy.
0: Yeah, but is that because you're a filthy
1: smoker? I occasionally smoke, yeah. I think probably that's definitely got something to do with it, is that, you know, collagen is... Uh, I think away. your but skin it,
0: looks really good still. Thanks. I mean, if you... I just
1: feel squidgy, like, I feel, I feel like... I think it's like muscle tone, maybe, more than anything. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Whereas I used to be... Like, my body was firm, even... Because I've lost weight since um, my ex-husband left. I lost weight because I didn't eat the first three weeks i lost a lot of weight quite quickly and i don't know i suppose i just feel like everything's a little bit more saggy and squidgy well These i think we do to
0: sag. we do lose muscle tone and i think i notice it in my glutes like, yeah, you know I really need you need to, to, to train the back of your legs well <laughs> not. <laughs> not that bad Actually, I think I look... I would say to my children when I'm parading around in a bikini and they're like going, put some clothes on. I'm like, actually, I think I look fucking good for 47. Yeah, you look great. But um, but I know that there are squidgy bits. Yeah. Um, but I... But yeah, whether they... It's the glutes, though. The, yeah. If you, you need it's to muscle get... tone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is muscle tone. So you just need to work a bit harder. Yeah.
1: And say so, uh, so my like squidgy belly, my stretch marks and stuff, are from having kids. And I had that in my early 20s. So it's not really necessary to do with aging
0: yeah
1: um but yeah i suppose the other thing is facial hair and just general weird hairs yeah
0: but so the facial hair is an interesting thing because that kind of is gets quite bad yeah um but then as you get even older leanne like me like the old crone over here yeah um (laughs) i i find as the hormone levels drop you get less hairy all right. So, because obviously you, you get... Um, so, I now have hardly any hair on my arms. Yeah. And not much facial hair going on. I mean, there's a little bit. You do you
1: know. notice, like, weird eyebrow hairs? Like, suddenly they just suddenly start sprouting forwards?
0: Well, the thing is, I have enormous eyebrows. and You get them waxed, don't you? Bef- well, I, I did before lockdown, but I haven't been back yet. Yeah. I really badly need to. So, I don't know if that's... No, grey hair?
1: You've gone grey, haven't you? Yeah. You've allowed yourself to do it. I've still got... Yeah, I'm a big grey. I am. Grays. I'm not ready oh, yeah, to go. Oh yeah, I can see.
0: Yeah,
1: like them. Oh yeah. Having it dyed tomorrow. Oh, eh? well, It's done.
0: Yeah. So I sometimes I'm extremely allergic to hair dye. you So like really bad. So I have. Um, You've used henna, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I can yeah. use henna. So I have done that, and I do, and I think that's quite nice. But yeah, um, yeah I haven't done that for ages. So I've I've got kind of grey stripes through my hair.
1: Yeah. I think some of the kind of challenges that are coming up for people around me, especially that I see, don't really affect me so much. Because having had my kids young and having young parents, I'm kind of, you know, at an age where my kids are starting to fly the nest. And I haven't got that responsibility of having to look after my mum and dad yet. Yeah, I've got the same. And you're the same. Yeah. But
0: I mean, slight, I had them a li- maybe a few years later than you, but my parents had me when they were really yeah. young. So then... So my I see my really friends
1: young. that are starting families now. Yeah. Or got young families at least. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then they've also got parents that had them quite older. Yeah. And so they're having to look after them. And yeah, I think, yeah, like, that you're really pulled hard. in so many directions. Well, so you have
0: a teenager that's having all sorts of dramas and crises, as we all know. Yeah. There's always one of the teenagers is having a crisis. Um, and then you also have your parents or maybe one parent that you're looking after and so you're kind of be and you probably also are having hormonal changes
1: so it's really
0: really hard and i think you
1: know we're we're lucky in the fact that well not necessarily lucky but we have put things in place so that we are looking after ourselves. but Mm. again i look around i see people with massive health concerns stressed out you know having to live these lives they don't really want to do but they're under financial pressure so they're having to work do jobs that they don't really want to be doing yeah and then they're in relationships that they might not necessarily be very happy in or haven't got time for each other and so that's all starting to fall apart and there's like you know people start to think really start to evaluate their lives and that you know you start to think well death is close. you're getting closer to death Oh, that's and a nice you, thought, Leanne, Well, it is. That. But are you living the life that you want to be living? That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. time is running out. Are you doing all the things that you want to be doing?
0: Yeah.
1: And you've got to make those decisions. And I think we're both lucky in that we have kind of chosen to live lives so that we are doing all the things we want to be doing. Yeah, and we also but we are give, privileged in yeah, that way.
0: we are. We are... We are. I feel like I'm really following my kind of path, yeah. but also we both give no fucks yeah. about what other people think.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that would be definitely and a actually top tip.
0: being ourselves and living authentically. Yeah, and kind of we. And I think we really know ourselves. Yeah. So it's and some people probably don't support. like us.
1: I, I definitely think there's lots of people that probably don't like us.
0: But we give no fucks. <laughs> there's lots no of people fucks. that
1: do love us though as well.
0: Yeah, I think they love our. Slightly weirdness, <laughs> but yeah, I think they.
1: Yeah, my my kind of message to the world would always be: don't be critical of yourself, and don't be critical of others, and get to know yourself, and live. You know, walk your own path, and don't yeah. don't worry too much about what other people. Yeah, are Yeah, live consciously, and try not to compare yourself because everybody yeah. just does it differently. There's not one route. Yeah. just do what you need to do.
0: Yeah. And but also yeah, it's it's surround surrounding yourself with positive people.
1: Yeah, that's really important.
0: Really important.
1: Um and And people that you want to actually spend time with. Yeah. Like have boundaries. Say no. If you don't want to do something, just yeah. don't do it. Like don't if you feel get invited to it.
0: some poncy dinner party with boring people, just don't go. Don't go. Watch no. Netflix instead. <laughs> <laughs> just do anything. Or listen to our
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do anything that makes you happy.
0: Yeah. If that's, you can, though, I mean, for some people, if they have got huge financial pressures, it, it is really difficult. It because is,
1: yeah. But it's finding a balance, isn't it? And I think that that's where it's got to happen. You've got to put little things in place. If you have got things you've got to be committed to, just make sure that you are having some time for yourself. Yeah. Whatever that might be.
0: Yeah, and really find the things that you want to do. Like, have some hobbies. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be, you know, pounding the tarmac in your running shoes. No. Um, you know, have, that's great if yeah, you want to do if, that. If you want to do that, absolutely. I mean, I think exercise is really important.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I've noticed is... The main thing, I'd say, that I've noticed getting older is that I have to exercise regularly, for my not only for, like, feeling good in my body, but my mental health yeah. and, and the food that I eat. Like, I couldn't... You know, when I was younger, I could just eat anything... And not only not put on weight but also I'd feel great. Whereas now even if I have a little bit of sugar, the dips I get I just feel so awful.
0: Yeah, and almost a bit swimmy in the head. Yeah. And like, oh, am I I mean I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, so I'm like, oh my god, am I having a stroke?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and alcohol as well. I just can't yeah. drink Well that as gets much. worse, let me
0: tell you. Oh, I mean I literally I don't sleep
1: well, next day I wake up and I feel just groggy and awful. Yeah, and no, the alcohol worth...
0: thing I mean literally I can have one beer one small beer and i feel slightly oh
1: see i can still get away with drinking a bottle of wine
0: yeah but you just said <laughs> you don't sleep and then so i will have one beer and i can feel not like hung over or anything like that but there's just a slight dull I see dull feeling in my head you don't
1: mean just you can only drink one bottle of wine that's it you're d- on the floor drunk
0: if i drank a bottle of wine well i've never done that anyway but if i did i'd be like, I reckon I'd be ill for days. I can't drink wine at all. Uh, if I drink even two sips of wine, I can feel the blood vessels in my head constricting or <laughs> dilating whatever they do when you get a headache. No, I mean, the alcohol good. thing gets worse. I'm just telling you. Um, and but, yeah.
1: I think for me as well, the other thing I've noticed is, and although I've got things in place, is that I'm much more fearful and anxious about things. Like, when I go to do something new... There's so many things that go through my head, but I'm I am pretty good at feeling the fear and doing it anyway. But you've kind of become I know you also use tapping for anxiety, but yeah, because you, you grew up, you had yeah. Quite, so I was really anxious
0: as a as, as a child, a kid, as yeah. a teenager in my early twenties. Because I was totally fearless. Yeah, so I was really fearful. I hated anything like I hate hate hated travel and all of that kind of stuff. I still did it, but you know, anything like that made me really anxious. Um, and I've got better, but probably because I just don't do the things that make me anxious. Yeah, so
1: you know you know yourself better. I know so.
0: myself better, yeah, and that's it. And I think um, that is, you know, really important. And I think the food thing. So with me, I really do need to eat whole grains, uh, lots of vegetables, soups, salads, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If I, like when I was younger, I used to have like McDonald's eating competitions. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I could pack it away, I tell you. And I was always really skinny. How much could you eat? What did you eat? Well, so I could manage like two Big Macs, quarter pounder with cheese, a couple of fillets, fillets of fish. No way! Seriously. What in one sitting? Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Like if I did that That's now, impressive. I mean, I can still eat a lot now because I've got this kind of quite fast metabolism, but. I couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, you are You need to eat regularly, don't you? Oh, oh
0: my God. my Yeah, I feel really tired. Whereas I though. feel
1: better. Like, the bigger fasting window I have, the better I feel.
0: Yeah, so I can do that at night. So I could eat it. So that's the other thing, is eating, eating late it, at night yeah. is really bad You can't mood. do it. So th- my, best, my advice to you is have your dinner at 5 o'clock. Yeah. And then have this long fast overnight. And then have your breakfast between 8 and 9. Because that, for me, works really well. Yeah. But, like, now, it's lunchtime, by the way, I can already feel that, like, you know, I'm getting the signals, like the... So what have you had signals. today already? What have you had for oh, no, breakfast? I haven't. I had porridge, which is really good because it's very grounding. And you've just had some rice cakes, which I then you chucked
1: I, away before we start recording.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the dogs haven't even had them yet. Yeah. No. Yeah, so... I, and I'll have some lunch and then dinner. I mean, it's not like I eat so all day So I've long. eaten nothing yet. Are you
1: serious? That would be my window, though. So I... Because I had... Dinner, at late. 11 dinner, o'clock. Dinner, no, you? we ate about 8, but that was because it was my son's birthday. Oh, yeah, of course. 18th birthday, and he went to the gym first. And we wanted to wait for him to get back. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So that means that if I ate at 8 last night, then 16 hours would be midday, which is around about now. That's when I.
0: Uh, and I'll yeah.
1: go, I'll have some food in a bit. Yeah. And that's why I do it. Yeah, I feel so much more energised. See, I have that. to
0: eat in the morning, especially if I'm teaching yoga. If I don't eat I'd, my brain yeah. needs that glucose. But that's, you know, but that
1: would not have been a problem a few even just a few years ago. No. I just ate and ate and it was fine. I never yeah. felt no. But my, my biggest
0: advice to you as an older as an elder As my elder as your elder as a whole
1: seven years older than me. Yeah.
0: A whole <laughs> actually probably almost eight. Well, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Um is definitely eating early. Yeah, and eating regularly and having a regular schedule. This whole we talk about this regular regular schedule thing quite a lot, Um, but definitely going to bed on time and that kind of thing is sleep is important. Sleep is important. Yeah, we do need to
1: keep up our sleep as we get older. Yeah.
0: So what about so what about the challenges though? So for me, um, I see people obviously of slightly younger than me with small children. And they think that life's really hard. But my thing is like I found although at the time I probably thought having small children was quite hard work. Now And it is, like, it's it not is, it is. It is, It's just is, a different it type. It's different. Yeah. But I definitely find as you your children get older Yeah. Um, so mine are kind of you know, I've got one that's nearly twenty, one's seventeen and one's fourteen is that the problems just get bigger and you can't solve them. The problems get
1: them. bigger and, and you c- I think what I found easier as they were little, looking back and it, it, might just be, because when I was in it, I remember I did, it was a struggle, but my kids were around, you know, you pick them up from school, you entertain them, you give them the food, you do the things and then they go to bed at a decent time and you get that time to yourself. And yeah. Whereas now, it's like you never, they never go to sleep.
0: No, they go to bed after you. You
1: go to bed after you, so you never get any time on your own. They don't ever want to eat when you want to eat. No. They don't ever want to eat what you want to cook.
0: No. <laughs> so, I know,
1: I know, I know. And, and then they don't really actually want to spend any time with you, but they don't want you out either. Yeah, 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 So they want yeah, yeah. to know that you're around, but they yeah. don't actually want to talk to you. Yeah. Or very rarely. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to hug you when you want to hug, they, but when they want to hug, if you turn them away, they go completely mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's they,
0: they, like, and they men- like to call you names, which they, like they don't really... And they tell you, they remind you often that they don't mean those names. No. But, but if then, you did that to
1: them, they'd go crazy. I have done that. Yeah, and then they cry. And then,
0: yeah, and they get really <laughs> upset. But I think it is, it is tricky, isn't it? And it's that kind of... Um, yeah. Like, and
1: I th- just think the role as a parent, is just... For a teenager, it's just so blurred and confused and you're just all over the place. It's
0: like a yo-yo. Yeah.
1: And then you're trying to get on with other things, but you, you're kind of like, you, it's like you're on call 24-7. At any moment... There could you, be a crisis. There could be a crisis. So you're like always on edge, waiting for any moment that it could all just kick off. And sometimes
0: off. I've had, a, had one of them has had a crisis and I'm like, are you like joking or are you actually serious? Well, yeah, I love the other... And it's like, oh no, no, it is. You, I no, love you, the one you, the other yeah.
1: day that you had of the petrol blowing up
0: oh yeah oh my god oh my god i don't know if i can i'll probably get told off for telling you about this but we did have a bonfire petrol incident which was just unbelievable and you were like
1: sat on the toilet i was sat on the the toilet doing a wee and i
0: heard the screams (laughs) as my elder sons decided that the
1: and let's bear in mind that they're like 20 and 18 or something yeah
0: well 19 and 17 but anyway yeah Uh, yeah they yeah it was almost a disaster and yeah. we no, we now have no trampoline no so they owe me a trampoline and it was quite and i told them off like little boys and sent them to their room <laughs> and uh, and i felt martin my husband felt that he'd failed as a father that he hadn't maybe properly explained to them how dangerous petrol can be but anyway, this is it They is won't do just, it again
1: Yeah And they have to live and learn Don't they But it yeah. is You are literally like Any moment Anything could happen Yeah You just You know You well, just And don't also know.
0: one of the worries I think I'm Quite uptight about this Compared to you But I always have this worry When they go out Or yeah. when they're going to a party It's like you know Are, are they kind of Lying unconscious in a field Yeah You
1: know what, Well we have had that we have had the phone call. Your daughter yeah. is unconscious in the field. Can you come pick her up? Yeah, I mean... That and we were is, at a dinner party. I mean,
0: that is terrifying. It is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And I, I haven't had that yet so far because the two boys are generally quite sensible. But I, it is something that I always worry about. And, you know, if they want, if they have parties here... In fact, there's a party here tonight in the garden. Yeah. And, um, Are they trying to get it in before... Are trying to get it in? Before we can't meet up again. Yeah, and, uh they're not coming inside fear not but there's always that worry that how many
1: have you got come in?
0: well is it a big big party or is no, it? no. no apparently it's 15 oh right. and that's nice and they're camping in the garden oh nice and they're not coming in the house at all no nice. um, but I I always worry what if there's that child that's taken drugs and yeah I mean not I'm not worried about that tonight because I know everyone that's coming and they're, they're not like yeah. that but when, when they were younger and they, they had I remember one of my sons had a party and there was people that I didn't even know and there was I mean there was all sorts going on there was people kind of getting off with each other in the shower and yeah trying to get up the stairs and we've had peeing outside the front door in the caravan
1: oh uh, my parties. god
0: <laughs> yeah and it's compost
1: just... toilet getting rocked and somebody falling apart of shit
0: oh no are you serious <laughs> yeah. so the all... things
1: they don't tell you Things they oh, don't tell you about parenthood. No, so
0: I... And, and, and you, you know, want but, them to have these
1: parties, though. You want them to have a good time. And, and you, I'd and you them, want to be around. Yeah, so I'd if rather have them here. Yeah, at, yeah, well, yeah. not here at yours, but yeah. at mine. Yeah. Than to be sending them out. Because then I hear other stories from my kids that when they have gone to parties. And they're like, oh, yeah, the parents were sat drinking with us. And you think, what? Yeah. Like, that's a bit weird. No, it's you, a bit inappropriate.
0: So my opinion is that, you know, you want your children to have experiences, but you want to be around but the person that's around the adult doesn't need to be sober yeah i mean you're not their friend you're no. their parent yeah
1: you're there is the responsible one yeah yeah so that's all fun isn't it and there's yeah and then i think the other challenges are just dealing with all your own stuff like you're just dealing with yeah yeah kids i mean for the people that are te- that are Approaching midlife without children yeah
0: again that's they're still a,
1: dealing with lots of other things yeah
0: well they're dealing with the fact that i'm 40 and i haven't had a you know i haven't had a baby or gosh i think i want children but maybe i haven't got a partner yeah. or,
1: or maybe they've chosen not to. or maybe children.
0: they've yeah of course there but are many people that there's choose all the not things to...
1: i think though as you're approaching this age you are evaluating your life anyways so that's what i was thinking like yeah 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 you know you're, you're getting to that point it's a a point, midlife is a point to look at where you are, yeah. where you've been, and is are you on the path that you want to be on? Yeah. Are you going forward in the right direction?
0: Yeah.
1: Or, you know, is it time to have an overhaul?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it, you often see um, relationships breaking down as well at this yeah, point, don't you? Yeah, that's what
1: happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Husband went and, yeah, yeah. and it was, you know, 18-year relationship.
0: And, yeah. And that happens a lot, I think, it is. At yeah. this age Yeah and the other thing that I Sometimes I worry about Is that kind of ageing family Like my family's got smaller and smaller and smaller And I'm really yeah. lucky to still have my parents But there's that worry like Ooh they're not going to be around forever Yeah and, and then you'll take on the role of the matriarch Ooh, Yeah baby <laughs> No but th- those kind of things And all my aunts and uncles are all deceased now Yeah um, And so And that's that's quite difficult And I think there are women in our it, you know, who are our age, who have no family um, yeah. because they've all died, and it must—it's almost that feeling of even though you've got friends, not having that family connection yeah. is quite a thing. But you know, obviously, you're still connected with yourself, and there are many things you can do to stop yourself feeling lonely. But yeah, that's quite a worrying. Um, imagine it being quite worrying. Yeah. And I often, I have friends who, or friends' parents who I was maybe very close to when I was younger and I feel now, gosh, I really need to catch up with those people because then it's not gonna be around forever.
1: Yeah. Are you where so if you went back looked back at the person that you were like growing up, are you where you thought you'd be in in the world?
0: Like Well, it's really interesting. So when I was kind of eighteen, I remember thinking I wanna be a homeopathic doctor. Yeah. And I I remember doing some research into it, and they were like, mm, it was, it was some homeopathic school. They were like, we really prefer older people. We don't really want eighteen-year-olds. And I was like, oh. And then obviously at that time, there was this push for everyone to go to university. Yeah. Well, there probably still is. Yeah. I haven't done that with my kids, but I know people do. Yeah. You know, that, that's still kind of a thing. Um. So I went through clearing and ended up getting a degree in kind of pharmaceutical science, and um, and then got. Kind of accidentally on this big path of working for a big pharma company, which my ego loved because I had the the business car and really big salary. Well, really big salary it wasn't that big, but it was big at the time. Yeah. Um. And I I quite liked that, but the anxiety that it created because it wasn't my destiny. Yeah. It wasn't my thing, and all the travelling all over the world. And I mean, it was. I was really very anxious. Mm. Um. I think, yeah, and I think that's changed. So, and it's changed gradually. But at one point I was like, okay, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. And I had this thing that like, I'm going to be a teacher. But teaching wasn't it because although I like the performance of teaching. Yeah. There's so much sorry teachers. And, and in fact, not sorry teachers because Hats I Hats off think, to your teachers. I think you have a really, really hard time. Oh, goodness, yeah. And I couldn't hack it. I couldn't hack it. No. And I couldn't hack the bullshit. With that kind of hierarchy thing and and the paperwork and it was just yeah the workload I couldn't and do then it.
1: dealing with all those kids yeah
0: so it was like too stressful yeah Uh but teacher was obviously the thing because then I went on and did my yoga training yeah and uh in my kind of late thirties I think I did that and that is it I'm good at it even yeah. though I say to so myself you're um, oh,
1: brilliant doing brilliant yoga
0: doing doing yoga nidra as well now which again i feel is really something i'm good at um yeah so that has changed and i try and only do things that make me happy obviously there are certain things that one has to do
1: yeah listen of course cool. yeah i'm totally not but you know if i'd if i showed my 18 year old self where i am now i think i'd be like what you haven't yeah, but you have no so fear much. you're like you the haven't... opposite of me yeah but i i at eighteen, I thought I would have a big career, do loads of travelling, eventually maybe get married, and eventually maybe have kids. And I just did it all completely differently. So basically, you you wanted to do what I kind of did. Yeah. Although I had the. But I think fire. that I think though that is the narrative that we're sold, isn't it? That is the kind of like you follow this path, and that's where you yeah, end yeah, up yeah. In, in complete bliss and happiness, which isn't yeah. really true. And right. actually. I didn't really realise that at 18 I was following a path that wasn't mine. But having fallen pregnant in my 20s put me on my own path. I think that's why I've been, you know, everyone's always like, oh, you're so wise and you've got things sorted. It's like, well, I kind of, I think it was having that leap to to do what I wanted to do at a young age um, put me on that path. And I keep doing that. Like, I I just, if I don't get bored of something, I've given it my best shot, I'll just read, you know, do something else. Yeah, um, and you're going to university. Going back to university, yeah, which is very exciting.
0: Yeah, and I think it is, It's and, and learning. I mean, I'm finding, I love learning about new things, and I have, I have hobbies, so, you know, my hobbies are bees. I mean, yeah. I love bees. Um, and I love learning about kind of neuroscience and the brain and how we can affect our mood and emotions and all of these kind of things, and... uh Yeah, and I just love reading about that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's fascinating. Right, I should probably go and get some lunch, but you know what?
1: I'd be fascinated. Any of our listeners would um, be up for telling us anything that they would like us to chat about. And also tell us your, you know, if you're a midlife woman out there and um, have anything you'd like to share, we'd love you to get in contact with us. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. our women's... debate page thanks them. bye
0: right if you like this episode please do subscribe you can find us on twitter at women's underscore debate instagram women's mass debate all one word facebook women apostrophe s separate word mass separate word debate